If you love this podcast, we know you love great stories about purpose-driven leaders. Meet some of these leaders, hear even more inspiring stories, and learn best practices at the 2021 Small Giants Community Summit. We're bringing together hundreds of like-hearted leaders for a virtual conference that won't leave you with Zoom fatigue. We'll have interactive sessions, fun ways to casually meet up with your fellow attendees virtually, and even live entertainment. Visit smallgiants.org to register, and we'll see you there. Welcome to the Growing With Purpose podcast. I'm Paul Spiegelman, and we're going behind the scenes with very special leaders, learning about what shaped them into who they are in business and in life. guest today is Colin Quinn. Colin is the founder and co-director of Be Positive, an IT services company in Scotland that provides consulting, training, and staffing in the area of business analysis. Colin's role is head of vision and strategy. Away from Be Positive, he is the director of the Glasgow City Football Club, Glasgow's most successful women's soccer team. Welcome, Colin. Hi, Paul. How are you? Doing great. Great to talk to you and we have a kind of a special session today because we have a a new topic that I want to talk to you about and it's the small giants sounding board program that we've had for about six months and the evolution of the sounding board is that I have found in in my career that the most important relationships that I have had and the way I've learned the most is through mentoring relationships. And Small Giants community is really a community of peers, of leaders, of next generation leaders, of founders and owners of companies. Uh, and over the course of time, we all find that we benefit most from talking to people that have been through the stuff that we are going through, that people that have experience uh, that are our peers or may have had more experience than us. And that one-to-one relationship is, is really important. So we formalized something in the community that allowed our members to be paired up with uh, experienced uh, entrepreneurs uh, that maybe aren't formal coaches or mentors or, or anything like that, but we're open to building these one-on-one relationships. And uh, so we launched it a while ago and you signed up and for better or worse, you got assigned to me. <laughs> so uh, that's right. So we've had this relationship now for a little while. And I thought we would just talk a little bit about uh, how the relationship started, how it's going, um, what the benefits are, what the challenges might be as well as you yeah. uh, are in the midst of growing your business. So Tell me a little bit about your your background and how you launched Be Positive, Colin. Yeah, so like you've already covered uh, some of it, Paul. You know, uh, back in 2004, I founded uh, Be Positive with uh, my business partner, Vicky Dichiaka. We kind of we, we had been working together at a large financial services company, uh, working on a project together. Uh, which was a, around enhancing the the company's uh, business analysis capability, and we quite quickly kind of we felt we'd spotted a gap in the market, so we jumped ship for uh, not a lot of uh, business. We had one 
one potential customer uh, we jump ship we launch be positive and that seems like <laughs> it seems like a long long time ago to be honest uh, you know over the last 16 years we've had consecutive years of uh, growing profitability which in this day and age seems uh, seems something that that maybe seems a bit old-fashioned, you know, profitability uh, seems a, a somewhat forgotten metric in the business world, but but that's something we are really, really proud of. Uh, our core offering has changed slightly over that period, but we, you know, we remain firmly in the, the IT business analysis space. Today, we're sitting with a turnover, probably around 4 million US. Uh, we use a blended resource model of uh, permanent and associates. Uh, and we have a, a, a total team currently of around uh, 35 uh, at the moment. Mm. What For those of us that uh, maybe aren't as familiar with uh, IT services or the range of services, what is business analysis? Yeah, so IT services, you know, like, like if you can imagine a big uh, or a large financial services company, a large insurer or a large bank, uh, when they run transformation programs, they have a, a, an in-house team of uh, specialists, uh, business change specialists, I, IT specialists. And the, the business analysis role is basically the role that, that is the bridge between the, the, you know, what, the, what the business needs or requires and the, the IT solution. So, you know, it's a, it's a multi-skilled role. Uh, you know, you need to be a good a good negotiator. It's a you know a good communicator, but also it often helps if you have some of the the IT technical skills as well. Mm-hmm. When you augment the the company's in, internal staff or employees, so you yeah. do some consulting and training, but you actually in some cases provide that staffing. Uh, is it challenging to integrate into that company's culture or is that done rather seamlessly no i mean i, I think you, you know culture and values are often uh, you know the, at the top of a, a potential customer's list they, they, they want to know how how we will integrate uh, our people in, into their organization and, and and we spend you know when we're onboarding onboarding colleagues to go and work at a, a customer site. We do spend a lot of time on the the, the, the customer's values, uh, the customer culture. So so by the time our guys are on site at the customer, you know, they have a flavor for, for what's expected of them. And also mm. when we're hiring, you know, values, as, as you and I have discussed many, many times, have become, you know, really important to be positive. Uh, and when we're hiring people, we, we try to, you know, we try to start off hiring, you know, people with the right values, uh, and and people that when they go into a customer site, you know, are able to understand uh, what values are about and and how you know how they can integrate with the customer values and culture. Now, where did the name come from? Yeah, it's interesting when you start a business. You know, you 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 kind of go through a. Uh, usually, you go through a, a list, and, and at the time when we started, it was, it was kind of after the the dot com thing, where mm-hmm. most companies seem to be either a flavour of uh, a colour and a fruit, you know, uh, so or or, or, or something kind of 
wacky like that. But yeah, I mean, Vicky and I spent an inordinate amount of time going through different combinations of different words, and it it literally came out of nowhere. You know, it just it just happened, and uh, and uh, you know the the amount of times over the years that people have said to us, "Oh, what a cool name," or you know, w- when they read "Be Positive," it kind of changes their changes their mood. Yeah, uh, that, that that's happened many many times over the years. So yeah, I, I guess it was uh, it was either uh, you know divine intervention or it was just pure luck, depending on on how you look at it. Well, I think it's great. It's, I mean, right away you do. It does kind of raise your mood, and um, and just to think of be positive as as the name of a company, uh, especially in in the industry that you're in, I think is wonderful. Uh, now, how did you originally hear about the Small Giants community and and the uh, the sounding board offering? So I've you know I've always been interested in business. Uh, and you know, as, as far back as you know, mid mid nineties, uh, before I started be positive, I always had an interest. I was studying uh, outside of my job, uh, doing management studies, and just coincidentally, I don't know if you remember the, the American bookstore Borders Books opened a uh, a branch in in Glasgow, in my hometown, and and what that uh, brought to us was that. Uh, it brought all of these kind of, you know, American uh, magazines that we we didn't really have access to pre pre internet days, and the two magazines that I used to spend a lot of time reading were uh, Fast Company and uh, Inc. magazine, mm, mm-hmm. and it was through that that obviously uh, with Bo I got to you know started reading the column, and then you know through LinkedIn uh, over the years the the, the kind of small giants. Uh, presence was there, and you know, I kind of followed the, the the social media feed, and it just it just kind of resonated with me. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Jason Fried. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, he he's a guy that I followed over the years. I've read all of his books, and he, you know that, that that whole kind of approach just just kind of resonated, and and I had planned on on, on going to the the conference, but COVID. Uh, COVID put paid to that. In terms of the sounding board, I, I think it was one of these things that, uh, you know, subconsciously, I was looking for a solution to, to a set of problems that I knew I had, both, you know, kind of from a personal perspective with business, but also it be positive. Uh, and since I was kind of already bought into the whole small giants ethos at a high level, uh, I got in touch with uh, Hemza, and she mentioned that you know the, the the sounding board was being launched, and and was it a thing that you know I, I would be interested in? And I, and I think you know it, it, it was kind of coincidence that it was being launched at the time where I felt I was looking for something. Yeah. And yeah, so here we are. And how did you get unlucky enough to be paired with me? <laughs> Yeah, well, you're doing yourself a disservice, Paul. Uh, uh, it's been really, it's been really good for me, to be honest. So, now, had 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 you experienced these types of relationships before, kind of one-on-one um, mentoring relationships? No, no. I mean, I wouldn't say in business. I've had formal mentoring relationships. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a, I've got a group of people that I would normally turn to. Uh, you know, just. 
people that I know in business and outside of business. If I want to talk something over with them, I pick up the phone or we, in the olden days, we used to meet for a coffee before all of this uh, pandemic happened. But yeah, I would normally turn to sort of trusted people. But but the problem, the problem with that is, you know, people that you're close to, you know, friends, uh, you know, people that you built up a relationship with over over a number of years, they, they tend to only tell you the the sort of things that you you want to hear. Uh, it's kind of human nature that the, the kind of more awkward stuff you, you probably want to steer, steer away from. So this is my kind of first uh, experience of a formal business mentor uh, relationship. Yeah. So you have the ability to, to talk to somebody that really has no skin in the game, that's objective, that you know, doesn't know when we first met, obviously it was the first time we talked you know, six months ago or something. So we didn't yeah. know much about each other uh, until we got to know each other well over time. Um, as, as you approached the beginning of our relationship, what were the main things that you felt that you might be able to get some help with? So I think, you know, as I said, the, the, the world, there were a few things that kind of all collided at the at the first time, uh, you know, like a few things had collided at the same time, sorry. And, you know, firstly, I felt I'd kind of hit a bit of a creative roadblock at Be Positive. You know, 16, 17 years is a long time. Uh, mm. You know, I was kind of running out of ideas, I think, to refresh the business. I uh, also felt and I'm sure Vicky feel, you know, felt like this at the same time, that Vicky and I had kind of slipped into a, a, almost a groupthink mode, which I think becomes inevitable after working together so long. You, you tend to forget what, what your relative strengths are because you're so immersed in just dealing with day-to-day stuff. So that was the kind of first challenge that I felt I had. Uh, you know, we, we had put out a questionnaire to colleagues around about this time, and, and whilst we scored pretty pretty well on, on certain things. You know, there were two two key areas that we were we were clearly failing on and, and the first one was company vision. You know, what 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 was the plan for be positive? And the second thing was around reward and, and recognition. You know, people weren't particularly happy with, with you know where we were with that. And lastly, I think the you know the pandemic it had had hit and probably everyone else I was kind of questioning my own purpose the, the sort of you know what, what is my role at be positive you know what's the role of be positive actually and, and what sort of company do we do we want it to be so 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 I think you know I had these kind of three big problems uh, that, that I was trying to solve I had some of the answers for them I had in some instances, I had more questions than answers, and and I just felt it would be good to to have a fresh kind of view on, you know, how I could approach getting to the answer. Not necessarily giving me the answer, but but some kind of framework uh, with which I could work through and work with Vicky, you know, on to to, to get to the bottom of solving some of those problems. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about colleagues. Uh, were you you're talking about your employees that you, yes. you did this yeah. kind of survey yeah to uh, see how they felt and and uh, when you get that response back as 
as well as the company is, has been doing and growing, and, and they kind of want to know what the future is for the business, what the vision is, um, there's maybe some gaps in reward and recognition. Those are, those are some big things. And so yeah. uh, when we started talking, uh, it's, I remember that, that while there were a number of business challenges and issues that we could go into, it seemed to me that it was the area of your personal vision and and this idea of purpose that we dug into early on. And, and I certainly have a bias toward understanding that before we can really figure out how to best help the company. So what, what's been your experience so far in our, uh, in our budding relationship? Don't be too <laughs> tough on me. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the personal uh, the personal purpose piece was interesting because when you suggested it at first, I thought, mm, I'm, not, I'm not sure about this. I mean, I think there's a, there's a kind of thing in the Scottish psyche that, you know, we, we don't, you know, it's a bit of a generalisation, but we, we don't really like talking about ourselves, you know. You know, the whole idea that, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit uncomfortable or it felt a bit uncomfortable, but I think what was really useful was it, 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 there was a framework there, you know, there was a framework to, to work with and and to sit down and, and, and think about, uh, you know, okay, so what what what, what is the purpose of, of, of what I'm doing? Uh, and I, I found that exercise really useful, actually. Uh, I, you know, I was able to come up with, you know, my, my own individual purpose, which, you know, my purpose is to uh, create opportunity for those people around me, whether that be you know, my immediate family, friends, uh, colleagues or, or other business, you know, other business relationships. It's, you know, I feel that my purpose is to, to, to try and create opportunity. It's not to force people to take the opportunity. That's that's an individual choice. But but I feel that, you know, that that's, you know, that's my role at the moment is to, is to create uh, those opportunities. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember when we started talking to that, just the fact that you're uh, based in Scotland and and the business there, the, whether it's the business culture or how you approach business, it may not necessarily be the same. So I've always tried to, to listen intently and to make sure I was sensitive to whatever changes that there would be. And, and at the same time, make sure that I recognize that to me, wherever you are, anywhere in the world, the ideas of business and the relationships we have in business uh, are really the same. And so it was, it was great to explore that personally. And then uh, as we got into the business, uh, I remember working with you and Vicky uh, and uh, together for a while. And we, we kind of worked through this, this idea of creating a, a company vision, uh, values, et cetera, I, I know you talked about the fact that uh, you and Vicky might have gotten to this point where uh, this group think idea and and maybe not recognizing individual talents and and all of that. So what was that like? Kind of working through that process to uh, recognize each other's strengths and uh, attack something as really important as the company vision. Yeah, I, I mean, I think for for I mean. You, you would need to ask Vicky what, what, what she thinks, but but I know her feedback on the whole process has been you know has been really positive. I think it's 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 energized. It's actually energized the whole company. Uh, 
you know, that that having the response in that questionnaire that people didn't know what the what the vision was, where we were going, was a real kind of wake up call for us. Mm-hmm. And and at that point we didn't actually have the answer. Uh, I remember thinking, mm, that's a good point. I'm I'm actually not sure what the what the vision is. So taking that step back and going through that exercise of of breaking it down and, and working out, you know, where we wanted be positive to be, you know, five, ten years uh, down the road, and, and and then kind of working back to, you know, so what does that mean for twenty twenty one, you know, twenty two and 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 moving forward, has been incredibly, you know, it's been incredibly valuable. It's been a real kind of energising uh, experience as well. I think both for Vicky and I. You know, as directors, uh, as colleagues, I think you know we we've gained a, a greater understanding of you know what our what our relative strengths are and, and what our weaknesses are. Uh, but I think just generally for for employees at Be Positive, you know, the feedback's been really good. Uh, people feel now that we've got a direction of travel, and that they're that they're bought into that. Uh, and we've been working really hard. I mean, I know in our conversations we've talked about this, but you know, values and, and bringing those values to the table in pretty much every conversation you have, where you know, every meeting that you have is is, is a difficult skill to master. But 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 we're we're all working really hard at that. Uh, and as I say, it's been it's been immensely uh, rewarding and, and valuable. Let's take a quick break. As a leader. I value responsiveness. In fact, it's one of the values of the small giants community. When it comes to email, crowded and disorganized inboxes can get in the way of being responsive to the people who matter most. I was so happy to learn that the team at Basecamp, a 2017 Forbes Small Giants Award winner, has transformed email with their new product called Hey. Hey gives you back control of your inbox with features you never knew you needed, but you won't want to live without. The first time you receive an email from someone, you get to decide exactly what to do with it. You can add it to your inbox full of all the important stuff, your feed for casual reads, or your paper trail for receipts and other transactions. Or you can decide not to receive emails from that person. There's a handy reply later feature, so you never miss getting back to someone, even if you can't tackle it right that second. Hey also makes it easy to edit email thread subject lines into something helpful so you don't have to sift through long message threads that have evolved light years away from the original subject. Hey blocks spyware, makes attachments easy to find, and lets you send large files. Visit hey.com now to start a 14-day trial. That's H-E-Y.com for a 14-day free trial. And now back to the podcast. One of the things that I always talk about is that whatever business we're in, we're in the relationship business and partnerships are hard. Uh, in, and since 2004, when you and Vicky started the company, uh, you guys have been at it for a long time and have done really well and continue to do well. And I've been very impressed at at, at how both of you seem to be lifelong learners and yet have certainly different skills and strengths. Uh, and, and I've had the opportunity to talk to Vicky separately and the two of you together. Uh, but how have you guys been able to manage that relationship so successfully for all this time? 
you know, it's like any relationship, you know, uh, 16 years is a long time. It's not without its bumps in the road. Uh, I'm sure if you asked Vicky, there would be times where she was ready to, you know, throw throw the towel in. I know, <laughs> you know, sometimes I've kind of questioned, you know, why am I doing this? And and but but I think that I think the, you know, the good the good things outweigh the uh, the more difficult things. I mean, when you're in business, that you understand this, Paul. That there's nothing better than than that win of you know a new contract or where where you get a piece of feedback from a customer where, where they say you know that that's excellent work we're really really happy that, that's like you know in my professional life that's kind of like nothing I've ever really experienced when I've worked for for other people and I know Vicky feels like that you know I know that uh, you, you know she takes a lot out of customer feedback and when you're jointly putting uh, you know, putting the effort in, and you win. You know what? You win a new new customer or whatever. It is, it is a really a really good feeling. Uh, and and as you say, like we, you know, we've been by our own standards, we've been successful. You know, we've had 16, 17 years of, as I said at the beginning, you know, uh, growing profit. And and yeah, I, th- I think the, the the rewards definitely sort of outweigh the any challenges that that they might have. Uh, there might have been along along the way, and 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 the challenges that we currently have. Yeah, uh, like you said, it's like any relationship. But if you look back, that relationship I think has become stronger uh, over time. And and you guys being open to to talking about how you feel and and um, moving the business forward uh, for the best of the business and and what you're trying to accomplish our relationship has been such that you're also able to bring individual issues that might come up in between the time that we talk. Um, so sometimes we talk more often, sometimes we'll talk less often, but uh, even you could talk about the, the the wonderful feelings you get by getting a new contract. And uh, you've had situations where um, you, you, you lost a big contract um, or uh, lost an opportunity that might come up. Um, is it, is it good to just, uh, have someone to bounce those ideas off of or, or how to react to that might just even be short-term issues that are going on in the business. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that that's invaluable. You know, like when the, the bumps in the road happen, whether that's, you know, losing a customer or as you say, missing out on a on a piece of, piece of work, you know, like the two, the two directors have put in a huge amount of effort, are equally disappointed at the outcome. So, so it's often very difficult to kind of, uh, you know, to have a conversation at that point, which is like, okay, so what do we do next? Because both of you, you know, particularly if you're doing things like, you know, you're tendering for a piece of work, I mean, you know, you know how, uh, I mean, you you know how difficult that is, how much effort goes into that 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 kind of stuff, and um, by the end of the process, you're almost exhausted. So you, you know, you 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 aren't really able to. To kind of speak to your business partner and say, right, okay, you know, what do we do now? So, having that external view, having the ability to, you know, you know, whether it's pick up the phone to you or drop you an email or just jump on a call, uh, is you know has been really useful for me. Uh, it's probably helped me get through the, not that there's been a lot of lows, but but where there are problems or you know times where you're maybe feeling a bit down as you know as a leader 
it's probably helped me cut through that quicker than maybe I had done in the past because it's you know there's a tendency then to okay I've chatted it through I've got a plan you know let's just execute on the plan rather than kind of going over what, what's happened yeah and I have to be really careful in those situations too because there's always so much more involved than we know or I'm aware of and I'm I'm very sensitive to that I also I think I told you in our first session that while I might have a perspective uh, on things that are going on, I'm um, I'm not an expert. I just have experience, and maybe I have experienced the kinds of things that you're going through. And ultimately, while I might have um, a perspective on it, which I'm open to sharing, I I always encourage you to go with your gut, go with your heart, and and that's generally going to be the right answer. Uh, do you find that your level, even though I'm not on your org chart at all, that there's a level of um, accountability that it has increased a bit as we've had this relationship, even if that's holding yourself more accountable? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think in business, particularly small, you know, medium-sized enterprises, you know, we, leaders often aren't held accountable. You know, they're not really accountable to anyone other than themselves or, or their, their, their business partner. Uh, so, so, you know, having having that, you know, opportunity to, you know, to come with a, a, a problem or a, a, you know, something that I want to discuss, talk it through, uh, to have a plan of action. And then, you know, as I said, to execute on that plan. And I know you know, because we do monthly meetings, I know when I pitch up at the next meeting, you're going to say, so how are you getting on with that? <laughs> I think just having that regular kind of communication and having that date in the diary kind of forces me to be accountable, not necessarily accountable, to you, you know, not accountable to you, but accountable to myself, because I know when we have the next session, we are going to have to discuss it. So, so I have to have taken ownership of the particular issue and, and at least made some progress to, you know, if, if it's not about solving it, it's, it's about, you know, at least thinking about it or researching it or discussing it, you know, with with whoever. Uh, so, yeah, I think the, the accountability part is, is, is important. Mm -hmm. Now, you also have an advisory board. I know that's something that some companies do. How do you differentiate in terms of how your advisory board works? What kind of issues you bring to them versus the kind of topics you and I talk about, or are they very much the same? I think in some ways there are similarities, uh, but but there are some there are some differences. For me, you know, look, different organisations do advisory boards different ways. Uh, you know, we, we've recently set up uh, our advisory board. It's early days, but you know, it seems to be working. Uh, we can access, you know, advice across a, a kind of whole range of business problems and, and topics. I would say the key difference uh, with the sounding board is that the sounding board is, is, is more about how it relates to me. It's about me taking the time to reflect. You know, it's about my, my development. You know, as I say, you know, I've been in business nearly two decades, but I don't think 
you know, as a leader, as, as someone who's running a business, development ever stops, to be honest. But I think when we're running businesses, we're really, we're, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a general trait that business owners are often really poor at looking at their own self-development. So I feel that the, the sounding board gives me that opportunity uh, to, to reflect on, you know, what a problem might be or how I approached it or how I should approach it. Mm-hmm. And I do think that, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of come to the conclusion that, that that time and space to reflect, I think reflections are it's a seriously underrated, uh, you know, thing in business. I, I don't think we do enough of it. Yeah, I think that's a great, a great point. I think over time, I, I hope that you've been able to be uh, transparent, genuine with me. Uh, as we uh, talk about some of these issues, and some of them require you to be very open in ways that maybe you wouldn't be with others in a fairly short amount of time. How have you become comfortable uh, that being open and transparent about what's going on with you uh, and and uh, with someone that uh, you haven't even met in person yet? Yeah, I mean, I think with all of these things, you have to take the, the leap of faith. You know, if, you, if you're going to do this, I think you just need to do it and, and, you know, like just do it to the best of your ability. But I think what's also important is, you know, when you make those first steps and, and you start to talk about a specific issue, I think it's really important that the mentor, in this case you, is quite quickly, you know, shows that, 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 that you know, this is a kind of safe environment, that, 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 that the, the feedback that, you know, I'm getting uh, isn't judgmental. It's it's not about me as a person. It, it, it's about the problem that we're trying to solve. Uh, and 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 I think you were able quite quickly to to do that. And I think once you've been through that loop a couple of times of you know coming to the table with a problem, talking that problem through, getting some really good actionable feedback. You know, for me anyway, I, I think that you know that builds up the the trust in the relationship really, really quickly. Uh, I mean, that, 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 at least that's how I, you know, that's how I find it. Yeah. It's really about trust for sure. I think what I've enjoyed about it uh, so much is that one is that you're, you're a good guy to have a conversation with just about anything. And we've, uh, we've talked about politics. We've talked about, you know, things going on in the world. You're, a, yeah. you're, you're a very curious you know, lifelong learner. So it's just uh, a pleasure getting to know you and I look forward to having a beer with you. Uh, so that's kind of the first and just breaking down any potential barriers that could could be there. Uh, and you've always been um, just very open to to feedback and ideas. Like you said, you're uh, that part of it is also personal growth and in addition to business growth. And I think you've been um, so open to uh those ideas yet doing what you feel is uh, comfortable for you and uh, helping you move your, your business forward. Uh, As if you, if you were to talk to somebody who was looking at developing um, a relationship like this, a mentoring type relationship, whether it's the mentee or the mentor, what do you think are the elements of a successful relationship? Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've covered some of them. I mean, trust is uh, is is kind of fairly obvious. I mean, that that's obviously key uh, to the whole thing. 
I think it's important that you know that you don't you know when you're choosing a mentor, you have to feel as though you're not being judged. You know, like this this is a. I think I think what works with you and I, Paul, is that for me anyway, it feels very much like a peer to peer relationship. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel you know it doesn't feel like uh, there's a hierarchy. Uh, we you know we've both got different levels of business experience. Uh, you know, we both define success differently, but but at the end of the day, as you said, you know, but business problems are largely largely the same the world over. It, the only real difference is the is the magnitude of the problem, and the you know maybe the resources that the the person or the business has got at their disposal to to help them solve the problem. So so I feel that the you know this idea of it being a peer-to-peer relationship is 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 key for me. Anyway, I mean, I think that's probably the most the most important aspect of it. Yeah, uh, well, that makes me feel good because that's the really the way it should be. And and uh, those of us in the community are not we're not trainers or consultants uh, ourselves, yeah. or uh, uh, I, I'm certainly not a professional coach uh, uh, or anything like that. I think, again, it is, uh, we're just practitioners together. And uh, so it's, it's a, it's a perspective. If there's a time where I can uh, make you think about something or, or help you through, I think, I think the, one of the most gratifying things for me is just helping define a little more the roles of, of you uh, and Vicky together or, or helping you guys do that for yourselves, just uh, uh, having been in business so long, that's, it, that's really exciting for me to see. And also the impact that these, these vision and values exercises have done for the, for the employees and that now they're in a position not only to feel like that they have a better idea of where the company is going, but that they also might have a better idea of how they can help the company get there. And, um, and we don't solve everything overnight either, right? I mean, so even looking at the purpose for the business, the, a kind of a purpose statement is something you're still working on. Um, so this is, it's an ongoing thing that uh, is just always growing. And um, I'll tell you, I've, I've so much enjoyed uh, the relationship with you and and uh, very much look forward to our, our time together. But I also believe, as you said, in terms of the accountability that comes with this is that that you do the homework, right? It's not that we as- really assign homework, but but the, but when there's something that we we talk about that needs attention, um, you pay attention to it and and when we talk about it the next time, then um, I know that that you will have done done that work or that thinking that's required for us to to make progress. So you have really uh, done your part, and I I very much look forward to continuing um, just being a sounding board for you. And uh, I assume that 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 this kind of relationship you would recommend for uh, other people that are listening or are part of the community. Well, yeah, I mean, hundred percent. I think that the point that you make there is is, is a really good one. It, it's it's because they're real life, you know, business problems we're dealing with. You know, I'm bringing the problem to you, you know, or the challenge to you. We're sitting down, we're discussing it together, uh, and there's an action plan. And as you say, you know, I've got to put the the hard yards in to to ensure that 
you know, I'm I'm working on 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 solving that. So it's it's not a theoretical thing, you know. Uh, it, it's it's the, the, the kind of practical aspect of of business that we're we're working through. So yeah, you know, I, I would recommend it to you know anyone that's listening. I think you know have a, have a chat about it. You know, try and uh, try and work out you know what what, what you what what you're trying to get out of it. Uh, but ultimately, you just you know, it's, it's like I said, you just got to take that leap of faith. I think. I think intuitively, most business people know, you know, wh- when the time right to to start doing something like this. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the earlier the better. Not necessarily the sounding board, but but certainly in in life, as you said, uh, you have mentors who might be friends or people that uh, you are accustomed to. But I. I find too that even younger students and people thinking about their careers, the, when they start to reach out to people that have experience and and can share that with them, those of us that have been around a long time like me are always willing to share those experiences. So uh, I'm I'm really glad that we were able to uh, connect um, as part of the Small Giant Sounding Board. Um, I want to reflect on a on a few things that you said, Colin, because I think people need to realize also that that leap of faith that that you've taken in terms of the sounding board is nothing compared to the leap of faith that you and Vicky had back in 2004, where you jumped out of a fairly comfortable corporate world and said, we want to do yeah. this on our own. And that's, and that's very much like lots of entrepreneurs, uh, but you, you were deep into to that world. And so you jumped in and, and here you are having developed a successful business um, nearly two decades into that business and uh, by all accounts going well. And, and we caught each other at a time where uh, we were in the middle of this global pandemic. So you had to not only try to figure out the future of the company, but doing that, knowing that we didn't know what the future was gonna look like for business or how the pandemic was gonna long-term impact the company. Uh, I think what, the, what people can take away from this is the idea that you've always been this lifelong learner, that you, you look for solutions, you love to read, you, you love to research, you had, be, you, you had this bookstore come to Scotland that got you connected with some of the U.S. publications like Inc. And that's how you got to know about Bo Burlingham and his column and, and reading that and uh, ultimately found out about uh, the community. And sorry that we couldn't host you last year at the, the summit, but uh, look forward to to uh, hopefully getting you, you and 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 Vicky over to the U.S. soon to be able to attend something like that. Um, and, and you had some you had some pretty big things going on in your mind at the time when when we started talking that you were kind of questioning your own role. Like you said, you might be running out of steam a little bit, and yeah. uh, you wanted to have a little more definition in terms of your relationship with your your partner, Vicky. Uh, and you got some feedback from your employees that they weren't completely sure where the company was going. So that that that's a that's a those are heavy things to be able to talk about, and it's been great to be able to do those with you. Um, it's not always comfortable to to try to kind of self-analyze, but like you said, I hope I've done that without judgment about where you are and and what you're doing just to be able to listen and provide, you know, at least one perspective. I, I always found and still do with the mentors that I have in my life that I end up kind of coming back to my gut 
anyway. Uh, yeah. But it's great to be able to have these people that we trust to, to bounce these ideas off of. Uh, you have been very much accountable uh, to our relationship and to, uh, again, thinking about or doing the work necessary to, to make progress. And it is just progress because we're we're all we're all making this up as we go along, right? I mean, do we all really know what we're doing? We're just we're just doing our best and listening to people um, that we trust go uh, going along. And so I hope that people take out of this that however they're proceeding in their business or in in their lives, that they're finding these people that they trust. Sounding board is just one opportunity to do that. There's plenty of other opportunities, and really all you got to do is ask. Uh, and there are people that are willing to uh, to do this with you. So, uh, Colin, I, I thank you for for being so open and genuine uh, with me along the way. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed our relationship. Very much continue. I look forward to continuing it. And um, and just to say, you know, continue your curiosity and desire. And I have no doubt that you and Vicky will. Uh, achieve the goals and the the vision that that you guys have put together for yourselves yeah thanks paul and you know I look forward to our next uh, our next session and and in the meantime you know if there is anyone that that, that wants to uh, to have a chat about sounding board you know if, if, if they want to talk through how i've gone about it or you know if they want to have a a more in-depth chat you know just just put them put them my way and we can we can work that out and then they can understand how uh, the how to translate some of the words you use, right? How a, te- a tender, what's a tender, or what's a diary, or you know yeah, these yeah. kinds of things. That uh, I knew this I, was going to be the first ever podcast that would need subtitles. <laughs> to be honest, for a North American audience. Uh, no, but it's a beautiful accent, and I love, love <laughs> learning a little bit of uh, these words too. So, um, anyway, it's been a great pleasure. And to all of you, thanks for listening to this episode of the Growing With Purpose podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please note and review it on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about purpose-driven leadership, go to smallgiants.org or follow us on Twitter at Small Giants Buzz. Until next time.